This is the Magic Convention Guide podcast for the week ending the 19th of September. My name is Bob Hayden and I'm the Public Relations Officer for the British Ring of the International Brotherhood of Magicians. I'm delighted to be able to speak to you through the courtesy of magicconventionguide.com. Okay, so Bob, tell us a little bit about the, the IBM convention this year. Well, the IBM convention is being held in Eastbourne uh, this year. Uh, we start next Wednesday, the 24th of uh, September, and we go on until the Sunday, although the highlight show is the one that we always like to more or less finish with, is on Saturday night, and what a show it is going to be. First of all, we have appearing a megastar from Las Vegas, Jeff Hobson. Now, Jeff has been over here several times, and every time he scores a great hit. He has got that knack of being able to connect immediately with his audience. He relaxes them, and when he introduces the people, uh, it's laughter all the way. You know how great he is with facial expressions. <laughs> and, oh, uh, I don't know how he does it, but he's, of course, uh, does it nightly in Las Vegas, and um, he's very experienced. And, uh, of course, the really one we're, the act, one of the acts that we're really looking forward to is Kaylin and Ginger. Now, this is their first time in this country, and they are legendary for their super illusions. We, we would have loved to have brought the whole show over, but that logistically is, is impossible. So, but they are going to do a 40-minute act with just a selection of their illusions and we are very excited and looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, because I've seen them, uh, I think it was on one of the World's Greatest Magics or, or something like that, and they were you know, very, very fast, very, very fast. Yes, and what I would say is watch the magic as well as Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and another one, the really, Norm Nielsen is really one of the greats of magic he, he, he's coming now to towards the end of his career and he he says this is going to be his, his last show before retirement mm. now norm nelson his floating violin is well it is magic at its very very best yeah I and you have seen him uh, yes, I, I, I remember him seeing quite a few times. I think it was at uh, one of the IBM conventions when I was much younger. And I remember you, well, that, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was that was so. And it's really a, a scoop to be able to get him to come here and do one of his last yeah. performances. Yeah, especially if it's going to be one of his last ones. And then, then we have Tony Chapek with his interactive media magic. Now... This is something very different, where he interacts with himself on the television screen. And again, it's one of those acts that is unbelievable. Some say it is not true magic. Well, it, well, shall we say it's modern magic? Yes, yeah, yeah I, I, I've, I remember seeing him, and it's just nice because it's, it's magic, but it's different. 
Ah, it is. And then, last year, Raymond Crow calls an Australian. He calls quite a sensation on the Royal Command performance. He is an Australian, and again, he is unique. Again, he is he's really good. And one I know you probably have seen is Michael Finney on the um, NBC Great uh, Magic. He is rated as having one of the funniest comedy magic acts in the business. And very good. And again, he can connect with the audience. This is what we find so much. And these days, I don't know whether it is because of television, so many performers, technically they're brilliant, but is it because of close camera work, they can't seem to project themselves into the audience? Yeah, and I think with people uh, like Michael and uh, and the rest of them, it, it's very much a performance. It, it's entertainment. It, you it's entertainment. That is, it is, that, that is it. And if I may break away from that, one of the lectures this year is our own Geoffrey Durham. And his theme is, is more or less making magic entertainment. Yeah. We, we have lost, in some ways, that element that is so important. People want to be entertained these days. But yes, they marvel at what we do, but what they want to do is they want to relax and enjoy the entertainment. Yeah. They don't want to know how it how it's done, or we should be able to say, no, don't think of how it's done. Just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I think that's the thing with Jeffrey. We're, when I've seen him, I've seen him in lecture a couple of times, and it's it's very much well, you know, magic. We're not going to talk about magic and how to do tricks. We're going to talk about how to present them and how to how to present it, and he this lecture that he's given and it's. Uh, the one given in memory of Jeffrey Atkins, who for a long time was, um, well, he was, he had been president, he had been an international president, he was secretary of the British Ring, and he did so much for the Ring to bring it to what it is today. And this is a lecture that he's devised especially for this convention. So. It, He's going to talk about something he's never seen before. Right. And and do you know what? We may even have a surprise visit from the great Soprendo. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's worth going for. <laughs> well, that is indeed. I've digressed from the, uh, the main show. Um, let's, let's because the main show. Yeah, then, of course, we have uh, Jason uh, Byrne. He, again, is... Uh, direct from Las Vegas and he is quite this is his first time in this country and what he describes is his postmodern act and of course so that we don't suffer from magical indigestion we've got the sensational juggling of Claudia Speck mm-hmm. now he is one who can get 10 cups in the air and catch them all at the same time. I think we're really looking forward to that. Yeah, I used to juggle, so I know exactly how hard that is. <laughs> yeah, and of course, that is only one of the shows, but there, there are five other uh, stage shows in the convention. We, we have an opening show on uh, Wednesday morning, and a late night, sh- uh, a Thursday night show, 
uh, Eddie Dawes, who many years has come along, and he did. He gives a theme show, yeah. and this year it is Jubilee uh, Jubilations, and it marks his 50 years of appearing at British Ring conventions. Of course, Eddie Dawes is probably famous for his historical knowledge, uh -huh. and there is nobody with a greater knowledge of magic than Eddie Dawes. Yes. And, and of course, uh, we have a, a late, late gala on Friday night, and one we've been pressing for some time, Stars of the Future. This is on Sunday morning, and it is featuring uh, younger magicians, which really we must encourage because the future of magic is in their hands yeah well, I, i've noticed quite a few people are starting to do that they're really kind of giving a, a stage for the younger performance um, yeah. to sort of come up and start to do stuff because you know when you when you're quite young at conventions they can be quite inhibiting you know i remember when i was younger and i i went it was like oh, okay and i went to a scarborough one on my own once and it was quite daunting but once i'd got there it was you know Everyone was really friendly. Everyone talked to me, sat me down, showed me stuff, and this, this is it. This is, this is what we like to think the British Ring Convention is different from other conventions. I mean, our forefathers started it in 1931 in Cheltenham, when just 92 magicians attended, and their aim was to unite magicians, whether they be professional, semi-professional, amateurs, or even hobbyists, to come together so they could meet in a convivial atmosphere. And the idea was to swap ideas on magical skills and presentations and see others perform. Well, of course, in the 1930s, uh, air travel was in its infancy. And, you know, to be able to get magicians from overseas was rather difficult, but what a difference it is today. Yes. We, um, and so many of these overseas want to come to not only our convention, but to this country. I think they want to showcase their skills um, to the British public. And this year, many other people have never been seen in uh, Great Britain before. But, I mean, talking about late night stuff, you've also got some, some late night sessions as well. Ah, uh, yes. Well, now, these are a little surprise. They've been started over the years, and they prove very, uh, they prove very popular. To a certain extent, it is magicians letting their hair down. It's... Uh, um, more or less an in, informal session where you go there just to enjoy yourself. It, it's not staged, it's to a certain extent impromptu, basically for the younger generation. <laughs> I mean, we often say, well, when there's magic about, who wants to sleep? Now, now there's late nights, I mean, I know you've got two specific um sessions haven't you um you've got the arpel wilson one and the one time it's one these are by john T tamaray and paul wilson mm -hmm. now they are to a very limited audience and because we can only have uh, 60 for john uh, Juan and 40 for paul we're 
making it separate events and yep. it is by ticket only um, and these are more shall we say of um, a workshop they can approach each individual i mean there's only going to be allowed 60 people in so it, it's going to be an intimate lecture workshop and i well the um, interest that has been shown considerably how these two are held in very high esteem yes yes um, now, you've, you've obviously got some other um, actual lectures as well as the shows. Oh, the lectures, they are, are galore. I mean, when we, we, years ago, we used to just have two lectures, but now they have really expanded. And in, an interesting one this year is one which we call for the finger flickers <laughs> the the ones who specialize in car magic and we have two americans uh, derek degado and jason england who are going to present a hardcore card session magic has changed it's changed considerably over the years it's now there's more going towards the close intimate um, close-up magic and cards are one of the most popular yes. and these two are really exceptional they're both in England or I should say Great Britain for the first time and they are excellent with their card work and and of course there's another uh, another lecture Jeff Hobson who we've already spoken about yeah. he he does magic, but it's usually two tricks. Mm -hmm. The egg bag, which has been one of the classics of magic over the years, and but the entertainment that he gets out of it, it, it is it is amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, we all can't be Jeff Hobson's, but just watching him, it should inspire us to put an innovation into our work yeah and this is what we want to achieve with the linking rings that is another classic trick you wouldn't think there would be any new presentations but then someone comes along with an idea and you think why didn't we think of that before huh. it, it, it's amazing and this is what we we are aiming to do we want to innovate our magic today um, a lot of magicians are inspired by videos dvds and they all right they copy them yes to get the technical school yes you you do that you can emulate them but give some thought give some originality to your presentations that's what that's what the public want to see yeah and if you want to raise your profile get some innovations and I think that's what you've got with a lot of the names that you've got, you know, Jeffrey Durham, um, Jeff Hobson, oh. you know, oh. Michael Webber. They're all, they're all people that have, you know, presented their magic in a style that's very, very unique yes. to them. And the, the other thing is Nick Einhorn, a very good magician who wants to keep it simple. People don't like complicated tricks. They, they like to see they can understand so many I fear today try to do magic for themselves uh. they stand there and say look look how clever I am or 
they don't say it, but they imply it. And this is, I think it, it, it is bad for magic. And one, we, we have got probably one of the most underrated magicians in England, Richard McDougall. Oh. Now, he trained in, in Paris under uh, a mime artist. And I've urged people I've spoken to to watch him, watch his body language. It's, it gets the magic across. And if you get your body language right, you can raise yourself. Get it wrong, and you can appear smug or pompous. And that is the one thing that, dare I say it, and I'll be criticized by a lot of magicians, they don't intend to be, but they can portray being pompous. <laughs> and, and uh, look, I'm, I'm cleverer than you are. It, it is all wrong. It, you, your purpose is to entertain the audience. They are the, the important people. It's not your props. The props are there to help you in your entertainment. They are not the entertainment. They are the tools of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the, the young magicians that are, are coming up you know need to understand that rather than just saying here's a move look how good i'm at that move now following on from that i know mandy davis is organizing a workshop on the saturday is it the saturday afternoon for, yes for it's junior? saturday afternoon at uh, five o'clock now this is for junior magicians from 10 years to 17 years old the, the purpose of this one is that they can ask questions uh, whether it's on technical uh, problems they've got, or whether it is this presentation. Um, these, and they're not inhibited by having adults around them. And she is, she's got a couple of special guests who are appearing in the convention, John Armstrong from America, and she's convinced John Bourne, also from the United States, to come along and talk to them. And he is famous for this st stop a pack of cards at any card. Yeah. And I mean, this should be an incentive for the juniors to go along there because they're going to see somebody that the rest of us are not going to see. Exactly. It's going to, I mean, I know quite a few people will be listening to this and obviously if they have children that are interested in magic and going that way, this is this is a great, great thing for them, which is ex exclusive to them. Um, of course. Because other, everybody else at the convention can't get in. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's absolutely right. Now, people say, well, can we still register for the convention? Can we come? Yes. Um, the Obviously, we, you can register at, at Eastbourne by going to the, uh, the registration desk, which this time will be situated in the Congress Theatre. If you can't come for the whole week for Wednesday to the uh, Saturday, Sunday, you can come for the day. We'd be very pleased to, uh, to see you. So basically now it's pretty much registration when you get down there. The numbers that are coming, we already have a, a thousand coming 
uh, to the uh, convention, but we'll be very pleased to see anybody else. Okay, so registration at the Congress Theatre at the registration desk yep. for either day or week. You know, all, all for the uh, all for the week. It's it's four days of mind-boggling magic. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Bob. Thank you very much, Andrew. And we look forward to seeing all magicians. And you can be assured of a great welcome um, at the British Ring Convention. As Bob said, you can still get tickets for the convention if you register at the Congress Theatre when you're down there. Check on our website for hotels and late bookings. Now you can read more about the Eastbourne Convention on our website, which is www.magicconventionguide.com. And we'll talk to you again next week.